you're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. <laughs> this welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for anyway and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom, and I started to do your line, but first, we almost blew away. Oh, it was bad. Was. It was bad. And, in uh, fact, all right, last night, it was bad. This, we, we were, this is a, a Thursday night. We were originally supposed to be recording on a Wednesday night, yeah. uh, but the Wednesday night, it was the uh, 15th yeah. of December, yeah. um, across the Midwest, bad. super bad windstorms. Yeah. In my own town, there was a tree, I mean, it, it had to be two to three feet mm-hmm. wide at least. Um, just snapped in half. Oh, going right over power lines Ooh. like that. No bueno, no bueno. No bueno. So, uh, and obviously we were experiencing some outages, some delays, um, and it worked out into our favor. Something that we'll get into later. Absolutely. But we obviously then had to delay the recording of the show. Mm-hmm. So here we are, one day later, ready to bring it to you. And no, I don't have a special, you know, intro yeah. coming from a different angle like I normally yeah. do for the video. No, no. I am I am the the big bad wolf. Who about blew over the Midwest? Pretty much that's, what happened. What we got like yeah. <laughs> half an hour into recording, and then everything went kaput on the internet wide. It was just bad, and I actually had stopped. We lost recording. power for a yeah. little bit last night too. Yeah, right? I mean, I actually had stopped recording. It was it was mayhem. It was just mayhem. So we're going fresh, and it should be a lot better this time around. But Tom had an interesting interesting segment he wanted to start us off with. So Tom, take it away with your new segment. Nope. Nope. No, that, that's that's my segment. Is nope. Nope. Yes. All right. So we've got major nope, nope of the day. And this goes actually back a couple of weeks now mm-hmm. um, to the guys down in Frisco, Texas, by the names of Dude and Perfect. Woo. Love um, those guys. So love those guys. Oh, man, that would just be like a dream to have them on the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so about two weeks ago now, um, they went into their server room uh, where they have all their all – their, Computers, their network, that's where it's all housed, whatever. And they found a snake skin. That in itself, like, I just, nope, not a fan of that. Um, But uh, they didn't find any snake. They didn't find the owner uh, of said snake skin. Um, So they're looking, they're looking, looking, nothing around in that room. They cannot find anything. So um, 10 whole days go by without finding this thing, which I'm just like, 10 day i would not last an hour after if no. we didn't find that thing without just like i'm just gonna leave the building until it's found yep but 10 days go by and they're they're looking in their prop closet they got like one of those like laundry um bin on wheels like you see in like locker rooms and right. stuff like that um then one of that those for like some props and tools and you know all sorts of materials they moved that and there is you know not so little guy hanging out mm, in, the, whoa, in the prop room. Whoa, whoa. Others are kind of, you know, most of them are kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to stay back, keep my distance. And Ty, the bearded guy, is like, oh, no, man, he's kind of cute. Just picks him up. I'm like, no, no that would be the no. moment I'm just like, no. I think you're a little bit too weird for me to be friends with you right now. I'm going to go take a break, go get a coffee, maybe a few miles away. I'm just going to hang out for a bit. That, that's probably what Garrett did, in all honesty, knowing how G responds. He probably to just hot, you know, he's, he's the clean freak. Yeah. He's probably like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna head home. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow. He said, nope. <laughs> he said, nope. Yeah. That is my major nope, nope. of the week. Absolutely. Not, not a fan. 
not, not a, fan a fan of snakes. I don't care how much I love Dude Perfect. If I was employed there at the time and that happened, I would start to question a little bit of like, you know, do I really want to, to stick around? Yeah. Yeah. Snakes invading the office. And that goes for anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. If a snake invades the office, I'm calling it a day. Sorry, everyone, but no snake. No. Mm. I mean, snake, snake skin alone, yeah. I'm going to work from home yeah. for as long as it takes yeah. till they find the thing. And right. even then, I'm going to go in with like Lysol and just spray everything because I don't know where the thing's been, yeah. where what it touched, if it was running over my keyboard at night. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't really want to find out. Yeah. But anyway, um, that was the situation down in Frisco, Texas. And they got all the creepy crawlies down there in Texas, but they dealt with it the way that a true Texan would know how to do. Just pick it up and play with it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep, that's how they do it. And us and everybody say, nope, and we're out of there. But with that being said, we have our NFL standings updates, and it's going to be a quick one because we have a game going on right now. As you all know, it's Thursday night. In the NFC North, the evil green yellow team that hails from Green Bay, Wisconsin, is in first place in the NFC North with, four, with a four-game lead with Four games to go, and in first place in the conference. In the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers are in first place with a four-game lead over the Falcons and the Saints, and they are in second place. I don't know how or why that works out in the NFC because tiebreakers, and they don't make any sense in the NFL. In the NFC East, the Cowboys have a three-game lead over the Washington football team and the Eagles. Wrap up that division. It's the Cowboys' division. In the NFC West, the Cardinals hold a one-game lead over the Rams because the Rams won on Monday night in a uh, spectacular fashion, seeing as they were down some players. And it makes the division a little tighter with four games to go. A one-game lead is a lot different than a three-game lead if you're the Cardinals. In the AFC North, that division is wide open. The Ravens have a one-game lead over the Browns and the Bungles and a game-and-a-half lead over the Steelers. That division can go to any team at this point in time because it's just a cluster mess of injuries and COVID at this point in time. In the AFC South, the Titans have a two-game lead over the Colts, and that is essentially going to be the Titans division in my estimation because it's kind of a locked deal. I know the Colts are playing good football, but so are the Titans. In the AFC East, the, Bill, the Patriots, my bad, have a two-game lead over the Bills, who are currently the seventh seed in the AFC East, which is unfortunate for us because we had the Bills as a Super Bowl team, and now it looks like they only have a 48% chance of making the playoffs. So we might have screwed that one up like the Niners last year. In the AFC West, the Chiefs hold a one-game lead over the Chargers, who they're playing Aura right now on the on Fox and uh, NFL Network, and currently the Chiefs are leading that game. I believe the score is 10-0, but we will try to let you know what's going on throughout the night so you guys are aware of as we are aware of what's going on. And those are your NFL standings for a quick, quick update of week, going into week, what is it, 15 now? No, week 16. Jeez. No, it is, I can't remember anymore. Right, right? and, uh, All right. Uh, thank you, Chris, for the standings update. Um, I am back. I was yeah. frozen there for a bit. I uh, couldn't hear, couldn't see anything really. Like, you were frozen in like a weird, like sort of face. And like, that was all I got. So um, we're going to move right on into some NFL updates. And one of the reasons that us 
is uh, about two hours after we started recording, Urban Meyer got fired. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we were going to talk about how Urban Meyer was in hot water, um, but he's no longer in hot water because he's gone. Yeah. Like, Oh, there, there have been a lot of rumors swirling for several months now um, about how the players and coaches have lost respect for Urban Meyer. The incidents uh, surrounding, um, you know, uh, benching certain players for extended periods of time yeah. um, and when, when it really was not necessary. If you're going to teach a lesson like that, you really can't. You're on, right. So the uh, the rumors that have been swirling around for months, and we apologize for the technical difficulties. We've had to turn our cameras off. Beauty of running an internet show, a podcast across uh, the three hour time uh, d- difference, the, the three hours between us. <laughs> running into some issues. Yeah, almost said time difference, but we don't have that yet. Nope. Um, but the, these rumors that have been swirling around about uh, Urban Meyer and the players and coaches on the Jaguars, uh, losing respect for him um, consistently and uh, persistently throughout the year, um, starting with the um, not traveling back with the team uh, from uh, the games a couple of months back yeah. and then being found out at a bar with a woman that was not his wife. Um, and then uh, to also um, sitting players that uh, had some behavior or disciplinary issues to teach them a lesson for, you know, uh, multiple quarters in a game when they could have definitely been used. Um, And uh, in one particular instance, it took Trevor Lawrence, the rookie to get, to convince uh, Urban Meyer to put uh, that particular running back back in the game at the time. And and Chris, you have the player's name. I I forget who that was. James, James Robinson. I only know his name because he's on my fantasy football team. That's the only reason why I know his name. Uh, (laughs) All right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that, that's another thing. It's like, you know, we're not in college anymore. You can't exactly just – I mean, these it's not like these guys are on scholarships. They're making, uh, you know, multiple millions of dollars every year. The, these are elite athletes. You can't just sit them for two quarters to teach them a lesson, um, you know, if they have a disciplinary issue. You deal with that off the field and in the office. You, you figure out a way to do that. You cannot sit a guy – for two quarters, especially when you're in the position that Jaguars are in, where uh, you know they're in a position to really do some uh, big things across the league. Um, and then the most recent rumor that has not been confirmed yet, um, but former kicker for the Jags, Josh Lambeau, mm-hmm. um, uh, released a story that he was kicked by Urban Meyer. And we don't have any other details other than that. We don't know. And obviously, you know, he was cut from the team. So we don't know if this is just kind of him trying to make a bigger deal of something than it was. If it was a playful deal that he's taking out of context, if it didn't happen, or um, if maybe it happened as um, he claimed. And um, now we, we have an, an incident of a, a coach um, assaulting a player, essentially. Uh, but we don't have the details to know really what actually happened. But it, it's not like it matters. Uh, Urban Meyer is out of Jacksonville. He's not going. He, he's not coaching anymore. And I, I mean, I think a lot of the the recurring issues are the reason why. 
And I had some, I had some concerns about him going to the NFL to begin with. So I'm honestly not surprised. I think he would have, I, I, in my mind, I thought he would have at least lasted one season, but I mean, it sounds like he just did not make the transition well. No, he did not. And I was actually, I've actually listened to some of the uh, story that Josh Lambo told. He actually told to a news reporter and it sounds like Lambo was struggling with the kicking field goals and, preseason because he just come off of leg surgery uh in 2020 so he was trying to get back to healthy and apparently Urban Meyer sanctioned went up to him and said hey you're gonna make some uh bleepity bleeping field goals today and kicked him in the, in the hamstring and that's what Lambo said happened I'm not sure that's what happened but that's what he claims has happened which is not a good sign and also I like to make a quick sarcastic joke uh I don't know how many people find it funny but I find it funny and I'm, I'm going to say that Urban Meyer got fired before a time to fake a heart condition and resign like he did at Florida and Ohio State. If only you could see the face I'm making right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cringy, but believable. Hey, <laughs> it's happened every other spot he's been in. When he's actually oh, Florida, allegations pop up. Oh, I have a heart condition. I have to resign. Ohio State, uh, uh, allegations pop up. Oh, I have a heart condition. I have to resign. Didn't happen in Jacksonville. They Ouch. fired him. They fired his butt first. Ouch. Yeah. They fired his heart and his butt. <laughs> um, and his foot, apparently, his foot. too. Yeah, yeah. Everything is out of out of Jacksonville. Um, see you later. Happy trails. Happy trails. Don't come back no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, Jack. Don't let the door hit you where your head coach's foot splits you. Yep, absolutely. And... Going off of that, we these next few things are kind of like small potatoes. Well, not really small potatoes, but it kind of feels that way when you think about it. Because next thing that we have is NFL injuries. And that's Lamar Jackson's ankle. It's not a high ankle uh, sprain. I don't know anything else that's going on. I haven't seen any reports about it. He should be good to go next week. Uh, Josh Jalen has turf toes. considered mild. He did finish the game against the Buccaneers uh, last weekend, and he played just fine. And as he actually heard it in like the fourth quarter when he went off and scored all those, all those touchdowns, so he should be good to go. And DeAndre Hopkins is out for the rest of, the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee, so uh, he should be able to go for the postseason. But it sounds like they are shutting him down for the rest of the season just so he's ready to go for the postseason. Really, no surprises there across the board. I mean, happy for Lamar Jackson that it's not a high ankle sprain, recoverable. And um, so is turf toe. And then, um, you know, we, we got DeAndre Hopkins. I think it's more precautionary than anything to keep him out of the regular season. Absolutely. That's the only thing you can say about those injuries. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. But now it's a slightly more serious topic. We have COVID cases piling up around the NFL. There are 37 positive COVID tests on Monday, another 25 on Tuesday. Which has caused, and there's been more on Wednesday and Thursday. It's just been ballooning out of control. It, it, this has caused seven teams to go into the league's advanced enhanced COVID protocols, those being the Cleveland Browns, the Los Angeles Rams, the Washington football team, the Atlanta Falcons, the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings, the Browns have Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, a whole bunch of other guys out. The Rams have OJ, o, OBJ, Jalen Ramsey, and some other guys out. The Bears have uh, Eddie Jackson. Um, Eddie Jackson's out. Um, what's his get? Eddie Goldman's Alan out. Robinson. Alan Robinson. Uh, 
Uh, trying to have everyone else is almost like the whole team's out with COVID again, including their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, and special teams coordinator. The Bears are just a mess at this point in time. And that's not all a bad thing because yeah. that means Matt Nagy is going to be uh, calling the shots across the board. Yeah. And yeah. normally yeah. I would say that that is a bad thing. But this just might be the kick in the pants that to, to just send him packing yeah. because they will realize, hopefully, of course, this will be the week that we win. Oh, um, but hopefully, um, you know, the, he kind of rears his ugly head and, and shows that he does he's not capable of calling uh, on either side of the ball and therefore really should not be coaching in Chicago. So that is that that's why I am obviously I'm not celebrating the fact that several people have COVID. That's not at all what I'm doing. I am celebrating the fact that this could potentially um, be the the downhill slope for the career of Matt Nagy in Chicago. I 100% agree that it could be the end. I expect he'll stick around until we're eliminated from the playoffs, but he probably will hold on. And I would like to point out that I'm going to essentially paraphrase what uh, Clay Travis and Outkick is about dang time we started treating the COVID-19 similarly to the flu, not saying it is the flu or exactly the same as what I'm saying, similarly because at this point we do have therapeutics like monoclonal antibodies, which from all reports, gets you right back to normal in about 48 hours, give or take. So at this point, it's endemic at this point in time, and I'm not so sure why we're still freaking out about it when it's like, yes, it's more deadly than the flu, but it's also, I think the death rate's less than that of you driving your car and getting killed in a car wreck. So no one stops driving the car, even though it kills you just fast, even though there's a higher chance of dying driving your car to work every day. And you don't want me to get into that discussion, nope. so I'm just going to leave it right there. Yeah, I have to bring well, it up. You got to gotta talk about I, it. I, I, you know, fair enough. And uh, I, I'm just not going to go there, personally. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> because if I start, I'm not going to stop. All right, so what's next? Uh, moving on, we have the NFL salary cap for 2022 has been announced. The uh, salary cap for next year will be at $208.2 million, Yes. And this is $25.7 million higher from this year. And um, Chris, I mean, do you know the reasoning for that? Is this because we're seeing more high dollar contracts and this is becoming a regular thing that now we have to accommodate teams across the league? No. Or, uh, I mean, is this uh, – what, what's the reasoning? I mean, is, is this to prevent – um, more teams from having to pay a luxury tax? No, this is because we actually have revenue streams back for the NFL. It's not just streaming services and advertisements. You have fans in the stands and that generates more money for the franchises. So it's kind of the money stream is back for the NFL and they announced that they're going more global and they're going to start uh, selling teams in select markets. I think there's 18 teams being uh, marketed around the world, but only in certain regions. Like the uh, Bears are being marketed in the UK. The Rams are being marketed in China. And Spain. Oh, uh, Spain are the Bears? I thought they were UK. Sp- 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 and, no, both. Both? And Spain. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. They're both. And I know the Rams are being marketed all over the place, like China and everywhere else. I know there's a few teams in Brazil. There's a few teams also in, in South America, a few teams in Mexico. So it's kind of that's what's happening there speculating that the money stream is going to go way way up because of all this global market this global marketing and whatnot and uh you know certainly because of that anticipated additional 
um, revenue. Um, the, the salary cap should go up because now we've got teams benefiting from that. We have the league benefiting from that. We also have teams and the league benefiting from, like you said, the fact that, uh, you know, games are back in person for the most part. Um, so really where um, teams should be able to um, have a higher payroll. Absolutely. And by the way, for context, for all of you out there who uh, try cryptocurrency, the NFL salary cap in 2022 is the equivalent of 40, is the equivalent of 4,385 and about 0.7 Bitcoins as of 845 on the 16th of December. And at 846, it will be different. It will be different. But it's <laughs> roughly going to be around 4,400 Bitcoins worth is the NFL salary cap. Just for perspective. All right. Fair enough. Apparently, I just need to buy forty four hundred bitcoins to be able to pay for an NFL uh, team's yeah that uh, salary yeah yeah, yeah good no. luck with that one. It's... <laughs> nope. Nope. Not happening. That's the major nope of the week. Major nope. Yeah. All right. Kick uh, kick us off with a lot, or I mean, round us out with the last one. All right. So my my favorite quarterback of all time and favorite NFL player, Mr. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. threw his seven hundredth career touchdown pass uh, this past Sunday, or was it? Yeah, Sunday against the Bills. It was a game-winning overtime touchdown to Brashad Perriman, and it was a, a it was his only catch of the day. was a was a game winner, and he did not give that that ball away like Mike Evans accidentally did with the 600th career uh, regular season touchdown pass. This is 700 career total among regular season and playoffs combined. He's the first, of course, to do so because he is a walking, living, breathing first in the NFL. And so, congrats to Thomas Edward Patrick. Brady Jr. and another award. And and the beauty it was, I mean, being a game winner uh, in overtime, like that special, and the you know, Perriman's only catch of the day. Yeah, you can you can definitely tell like he made a difference in that moment. He might have been thinking earlier on the sideline or just you know, um, running his routes. Like, man, today is not the day. Today is not the day. But he made it count, and uh, I mean, he's going to be in the record books. Forever. Uh, I mean, not only because he, he, you know, helped win, he is the seventh, seven hundredth career touchdown. Um, and so when inevitably uh, Tom Brady is in the hall, his name is going to be in that book too. Yep. When Tom Brady has his own wing of the hall of fame, it should be the correction to that. He will have his own wing oh, with all yes. the awards he has. <laughs> oh, I mean, that if we ever get to see it, I mean, the, the man could be playing for another 12 years. I mean, At this point, he, he may just die in office as the greatest quarterback of all time, the way he's going. You know what? If that happens, they just need to rename the Hall of Fame after him. Yeah. It's, it's the it's the Brady Football Hall of Fame. I mean, that's that's whatever. So Absolutely. All right, so there's our, our NFL uh, quote-unquote rapid update of the uh, the week. And thank you for bearing with us during the technical difficulties. I know you don't get to see our shining, beautiful faces uh, if you're yeah. watching this on YouTube. If you are listening to this on the podcast, you have no idea. You have no wrong. idea what – something's wrong. <laughs> but uh, I assure you, something is very wrong. Yep. Very, very <laughs> anyway, wrong. Anyway, we're, we're going to move on to another topic because you know what always is a hit on this show? Food. puppies no i'm kidding <laughs> food. food food whenever we talk about food we get feedback beyond what we ever expected so the discussion that we're going to have this week is I, you know what a couple of weeks ago i kind of was 
I was walking through the grocery store and I saw the whole aisle of like Little Debbie and Hostess Ooh. treats. And I thought to myself, hmm, there's a lot here. I, I wonder if we ever did a ranking, what would end up as, as, as our top three, top five. So that's what we're going to do tonight. There you go. We're going to rank our, our top three and an honorable mention, Little Debbie slash Hostess treats. And let me get us started with a controversial take on Little Debbie slash Hostess Treats. And that is uh, about the, the mini donuts mm-hmm. and the donuts and the mini muffins and the coffee cakes and the donut cakes and all those. Yep. They're not snacks. That is breakfast. <laughs> yes. I, I'm gonna go ahead yes. and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put give a big old spoiler. None of those are in my top three because I'm I'm putting those as breakfast items okay. and the rest as snacks. Gotcha. So there you go. Hate me if you want. At me in the comments. I don't care. Hey, I thought you were going to go a whole other way with that one, but I agree that they didn't make my list either, but I love all of them, and especially the muffins. I, hard, I had a hard time oh. keeping those off the list. Those, those mini muffins are good. They're good. You know, if, if it weren't for them having basically an entire line of breakfast items, mm-hmm. I mean, you even got like the donut sticks or whatever, and like if, if it weren't for that, Mini muffins would have made my list. He's like, I, I could probably eat an entire box yeah. of the mini muffins. Those are good, and not feel bad about it. Yeah, they are fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, I, to- I don't know, man. That that's where I stand. But, um, how do you want to get this started? Do you want to kick it off with the honorable mentions, yeah. or do you want to go with, um, I mean, just go yeah. right into our our number three, two, and then do an honorable mention, no. and then one, or what? Let's do honorable mentions. Let's get that out of the way so people aren't shocked to hear what we left off the list. I know we already talked about the donuts and everything, but what what did we have like right after our top three, so they know what's what, what all right. Well, the list. I mean, hey, you go for it then. You uh, go for it. This right. is yours now. All right. So the honorable mention for me. Is the little Debbie Nutty Bunny wafer bars, so like Nutter Butter bars. Oh, beautiful! Those are g- great. I just couldn't make have them on the list because of the three items I have above them. But I I had them at three, and I saw uh, the other treats. Like, oh no, these are honorable mentions. I can't have them top three. Sorry, but they're they are dang there good. Are so, there are so many good ones. That's that's a that's a classic yeah, too. Yeah. And all right, I, I got to ask now. How do you eat it? Oh, uh, do you eat it the right way? Or do you eat it the wrong way? I I I've done. Do you dive right into it? I I dive right in, and then I've also split it. I've done it both ways. I've eaten them in both manners. I usually just dive right in and just eat the whole thing. I see. I'm a splitter. Oh yeah. Uh, and once I discovered the split method, I never went back. I don't even know what how I figured it out or what age I was, but like, I used to be just you know I'm yeah. I'm going to town right yeah. into it, but now I split it across. But that hey, nevertheless, classic treat, and that's that one. I mean, there, there's so many good options out there. It was hard to leave that yeah. one off. It was it was difficult. It was very difficult, sir. So what's your honorable mention, if I may my, ask? My honorable mention is a vanilla zinger. Oh, those and do you good. know what do you know what the vanilla zinger is? I, I do. I think I know what that is, but remind it's, everyone. It's basically uh, a slightly smaller Twinkie mm-hmm. uh, with icing on top. Yes. Like yes. and and it, it's got like that stri- well not striped but like ribbed icing where it's kind of like got the little waves mm-hmm. or whatever uh, going through it and and there's like the chocolate zingers are kind of more common apparently. Uh, but for the longest time I never got these because it has yellow icing on top and so I assumed <laughs> it's lemon. I never looked at anything else in the packaging to say vanilla. 
and then um, a grocery store in Freeport has them so you can you can buy the individual ones for like 50 cents mm-hmm. um, and so I looked at him like wait a minute that's vanilla let me let me give it a try and it was a game changer and honestly this was like two months ago <laughs> two. yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and, I, and I really questioned like my entire childhood that I didn't try these Oh, absolutely. I think I may have had those a few times, but they weren't like the go-to tree. And we didn't have many of those in our house. So we had to really learn ourselves to like the heavy hitters. We couldn't really like branch out. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't right. be back. Well, and hey, I mean, I don't know if you knew this. You lived about a block away from a hostess store in Springfield. Yep. At your old at your old apartment. Yep. I, kn- I knew about that. Uh, oh, we my mom used to take us there. Um Every once in a while, we'd just go there and get like, because it's it, it's a bakery too. I think they had like fresh breads and things. We used to go and just get like um, fresh thing of bread every once in a while. And I would get the little like pecan pinwheel rolls. And now, like, I, I think they're disgusting. <laughs> but at the time, that was like my treat for getting to go. And I thought they were the greatest thing ever. Hey, there you go. It doesn't matter what, it, what the treat is. As long as it's a treat, the, a kid will eat it. Yep, exactly. It's almost nostalgic now. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share my number three, and then we can just kind of you know alternate back and forth. And whatever. Uh, my number three, zebra cake rolls. Oh, those are good. Those are good. See, it's the zebra cake, but in like, you know, the same form as like a ho-ho. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm not really a super chocolate guy, and so that's vanilla cake, vanilla, uh, you know, cream in the middle. And it's it's perfect. And I think like the, the cream to cake, the filling to cake ratio is even better than just a like a regular zebra cake. Yeah, I that might be a game changer. I did not have that on my list. I looked at those, oh I like those, or oh, I like those, but it just did not make the list for me. But that's a good one. I had to give it to you. It I mean, I, again, this is one that I it was maybe like a year or two ago. <laughs> All right. It's funny that I found all these these good ones like in my late twenties. Your late twenties. It wasn't like it was like college, and you're like, oh, I can eat whatever I want no. now because I'm in college. No, it's like I'm. I no, don't... now it's like I can eat, eat whenever I want because I'm buying the groceries. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, my number three was the was a classic, the Hostess Twinkies, because Twinkies are forever mm-hmm. and they will never fade away. I believe cockroaches and Twinkies survive a nuclear holocaust, and that's about it. <laughs> but even I then, was, I was gonna say, was it wasn't it a was it a, a, a Simpsons episode or a, a Family Guy? I can't remember. It might have been Simpsons. It might have been that. <laughs> but I was like, it's the, but Twinkies are so good. It doesn't matter that that they don't go away in a nuclear holocaust. It, they're just that dang good. Uh you know that that's one that like you know I I like the the zingers because it was a little bit extra on top. I you know. I haven't had a Twinkie in su- such a long time. I maybe need to give it a try again, but uh, I've, I've just found so many other directions to go yeah. than that. I hear. Um, but never, I mean, nevertheless, it's a classic. It, I, I'm a fan of the classics. If you guys couldn't tell on this show, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty obvious, man. Yeah. So, all right, why don't you give us your number two? All right, then? so number two is another classic, and you talked about this one already. Hostess Ho Hos. Again, the other, I'm more of a chocolate guy than a vanilla guy, so. The Hostess Ho Ho makes number two on my list because it's got the chocolate. Fair enough, and I mean, it's it's basically the, you know, the zebra cake roll without the. I mean, and and that all right, it's the Ho Ho or the Swiss roll because Little Ho- Debbie makes the Swiss roll, which is basically like a Ho Ho. No, the Ho Ho from Hostess. Wow, 
Is this like a Coke versus Pepsi sort of a thing for you? It's just I've like, never is really that sort of a difference. I've never really thought of Little Debbie other things like that. I've always thought Hostess does the Twinkies and the Ho Hos, and Little Debbie does a lot of the other stuff. Is how my is how my mind thinks about it. Ah, right, fair enough. So fair I've enough. never really tried Little right. Debbie's version of the Ho Ho. It's just that's just how I, I am. I've never tried it to know if there's a difference. Okay. All right, and I mean. I'm not a I'm not a super chocolate guy, so I don't really go for um, the ho hos or the Swiss rolls. So I'm not really anyone to judge. Um, Take away number. Well, two. I'm going to go ahead and give my my number two and the the breakfast literal breakfast of champions because this is the uh, breakfast of Nick Saban every day. Oatmeal cream pie. Oh, those are good. Those are good. He <laughs> eats two oatmeal cream pies every day for breakfast. And you know what? I have eaten oatmeal cream pies for breakfast before. They're like good. They're they're that good. Um, classic. You can pretty much eat them any temperature of the day. Uh, if you refrigerate them, they are best. That's uh, that is a fact proven. Um, I don't even know what else to say, man. Um, I kind of want to go off in a different direction here before we go our number ones, though. Go ahead. Um, I want to talk about the vanilla cake treats, kind of like zebra cakes and the yeah. fancy cakes. Uh, zebra cakes, fancy cakes, birthday cakes, all those ones—they're all the same. <laughs> that's my—that's my take. They are exactly oh the same. It's different packaging, different icing. That's all they are. Oh boy, you're getting some hate and, from and the people. And, and, and oh, I'm gonna get so much hate from yeah. people for this one. But that is what they are. Look at the inside—they are all identical. I don't care if it's the fancy cakes, the wedding cake—I don't even think wedding cakes are the same are the thing. Birthday cakes, zebra cakes, uh, in in the fall. Halloween cakes yeah. or the trick or treater thing? No, just because it's orange doesn't mean it's not vanilla flavored. Nope. It's, I mean, it's all the same. So that's why I'm like, if you if you say you like one of those over the other, you are kidding yourself. <laughs> and it's this whole like um, psychological effect going on based on the packaging or hey, the appearance. That's hey, all it is. Are you telling me the red M&Ms don't taste the same as the green M&Ms? Is that what you're trying to tell me on this one? That's what's happening. <laughs> They're no, I'm 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 saying I'm not saying that at all because red and green M and M's do taste different. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right, it's 100 percent right. the same thing. Okay. It's all chocolate, just like it's all vanilla yeah. cake. Okay, all right. So that's what's happening and, here, people. And here are my two most overrated snacks. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. Fruit pies. Yep. Fruit pies. I think we can get behind that. It's not like it's a fried pie. It's it's dry. Yeah, no, no. It's no not really a whole lot of fruit filling. It's just kind of like, you know, the, uh, you know, sugary syrupy thing. There's not really any like apple or cherry or anything in it. So like, no. Just, no. I've, I've I've tried to go back to a couple of them. It just doesn't work out. So I'm like, I don't really want to put myself through that. <laughs> and, uh, how about glazed honey buns? Ooh. Glazed honey buns are overrated. Waldeck, I know you listen to this show. Whoa. Uh regular glazed honey buns. Uh not a fan. No. Oh boy. That, I mean, if it's if it's glazed, it, it might as well be naked. And it, who wants a naked treat? No. Jeez. Waldeck's gonna find you and jam a honey bun down your a glazed honey bun down your throat now, just for say just for saying that. I looked all over Kingdom Come inside the Casey's to find these Casey's, Casey's glazed honey buns, yeah. and I thought he was talking about this like bakery mm -hmm. treat. No, it's like their version of a honey bun. It's just in, in a package or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
There's nothing special about it. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he made me try one. I'm like, oh, I, I sure. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It's, and, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you my number one, you kind of building off of this, yeah. is an iced honey bun. There you go. Yep. Here, we, we go from two ends of the spectrum. Glazed honey buns are overrated, but when you put white icing on top, it is an absolute game changer. I'm going to shock you here, Tom. Tom, that was my number one as well. Are you serious? That was my number one as well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was my number That's one. That's amazing. I saw ice honey buns and said, bingo is his name. Oh, That's number one. We're done here. Go home. Any time of the day. It just, oh. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I think the the actual icing, the white icing on it, um, m- makes it more moist. Yes. I, it I, makes it a, the, the glaze yeah. just seems like it's dried out yeah. for some reason. It's not like a glaze. It's crispy. probably psychological, yeah. but I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a gra- right. glazed Krispy Kreme donut. It's different. The glaze does not make it softer for whatever reason on the honey bun. I don't know what it is. Right, and and it's just the honey bun. Like I don't know what it, uh, what it is with it. Like other glazed treats, like you know, the, like like you just said, uh, a glazed Krispy Kreme donut. I would argue is one of the best donuts out there, and I think I probably have said that. Yeah. Um, but like, it's yeah. I mean, something about the I, jumbo iced honey bun just cannot be beat in my book. And um, a hundred times out of a hundred, if you put Glazed versus iced in front of me, I will reach for the iced. Yep, pretty much same here. That's where I'm going with it. Sorry, Waldeck, but and you know what you you know why I don't not why I really like that um you know scenario the theoretical scenario in my head mm-hmm. is that that means I have a hundred iced uh, honey buns. <laughs> of course, that's why you like the scenario. Of course, that's why you like the scenario. Oi vey. Well, there you guys go. Those are our favorite. Uh, Lola Libby says, hostess treats. Come at us if you want on Facebook or YouTube. We don't care. We will defend the ice honey buns to the death, apparently, because we both agree, which is a shocker. We agree on the same treat. Considering we can't even agree that pumpkin pie is the correct pie to have on Thanksgiving. But we'll leave that awesome. at that. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. We're not gonna, if, if you want that discussion, look about a year ago on, yeah. the, uh, on the podcast hosting sites, and you'll, you'll hear me defend to no end that pumpkin pie is an unacceptable yeah. uh pie in my in my opinion it's a texture thing honestly <laughs> and you will see it here chris defend to the death that it is the best pie known to man absolutely i see pumpkin pie i eat pumpkin pie 10 times out of 10 that's how that works people all right i will i will tell you this it's still a texture thing for me mm-hmm. uh my wife made um pumpkin pie with fresh pumpkin yes like you know not canned right. not canned this time around for thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh it did taste better than like a normal canned or store-bought uh or bakery mm-hmm. uh, pumpkin pie i think because it was fresh like we picked the pumpkin ourselves and she roasted it and uh, pureed it and made the whole thing from from scratch uh i mean did everything but grow the the, the pumpkin <laughs> so I, I don't know if that that had a difference or whatever, but I mean, I still would not pick a pumpkin pie, but uh, I mean, just in the same way that I still would not pick an iced honey bun or a glazed honey bun. Yeah, okay, that and that to each their own. And Waldeck, we're sorry, but you're wrong on this one. So let's so that, <laughs> that's the end of that, guys. And 
that leads us into our game of the week, which we posted about just what was it last night? Tom, you made the post, or was it this morning? I can't. Uh, it was it was uh, this afternoon. Okay. Uh, la- last night got away from me, and this morning got busy with some work and stuff. So during my break this afternoon, I I posted it. Gotcha. And that game of the week, as you guys know, is the Kansas City Chiefs at nine and four versus the LA Chargers at eight and five. For the division, I believe, Tom, you have the Chiefs. I have the – no, my bad. You have the Chargers. I have the Chiefs. My bad. Sorry about that. I had that crisscross my mind for whatever reason. But um, as of right now, that score is Chargers 14, Chiefs 10 in the third quarter. So that game has changed quick fat. No, my bad. 14-13. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs just kicked the field goal. Chargers in the lead, 14-13. And it should be a pretty close game all the way through at this point. It should be, and uh, I'm just telling you, Mahomes and uh, Allen uh, are, are on opposite sides of the ball. We got Allen as a wideout for the Chargers, and Mahomes obviously the QB for the the Chiefs. Yes. I need them both to step up tonight, and neither one are nope. because I am playing uh, Jawa's mom yep. in fantasy this week, and she's leading the league yeah i don't know how that worked i i saw seven lamp for like three weeks and i like lost track but now i'm like all right get back into it we gotta make a push for the playoffs she, she is 11 and 3 and that is amazing yeah, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> freaking so lovely. uh as much as i want the the chargers to win I, i'm gonna need to come on the hands of uh alan tonight yeah. of you know good old key and alan Hey, I mean, that's a good – the Chargers are a good team. Justin Herbert is – does seem to be the guy in L.A. and Mahomes and the Chiefs. They did figure things out on offense lately, and their defense has been much, much better. At, actually, their defense is ranked sixth in the NFL in points allowed per game at 20.6, considering they were 31st at the start of the season. They've made a quick turnaround and a massive turnaround, to say the least. Absolutely, they have, and – um, I mean, we, we, we kind of did not exactly have a uh, high hope for the Chiefs early on, but uh, like you said, they're, they're turning it around. Um, the, the Chargers are, I mean, the, almost identical in, in some regards to uh, the Chiefs on offense. I mean, 28 points yeah. per game tied for eight in the NFL with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and uh, Herbert is, he, he produces, yeah. he's young, he's athletic, and obviously because he's, He's had the starting role since last year, mm-hmm. and he's proving that he's um, worth the early pick for for him in last year's draft. I mean, this is a um, a guy who took his opportunity and made the most of it, and is is continuing to do so. Um, the, the unfortunate thing, though, is that the Chargers do allow twenty five point eight points per game on defense, which is twenty sixth in the yeah, NFL, that um, and that only leaves them a net. Uh, yeah, it's, it only leaves them a net point differential of 2.2 points. Currently, the Chiefs are listed by three, which essentially is uh, saying that, uh, you know, the, the experts experts think that this is going to be a toss-up game. Um, and right now it's a, a one-point differential or one-point difference in the game. So it's kind of proving to be a toss-up game. So we're going to see in a matter of hours uh, who is right. And uh, obviously you all will know by the time that this video comes out or the, the audio comes out. Um, but man, what we're seeing tonight, it looks pretty even. Absolutely. And just for the record, Justin Herbert is the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards in his first two seasons as a starter. So he is making history. He is that dude. And the conversation, of, the, the conversation of Herbert or Tua 
is kind of over at this point. It's Justin Herbert all day oh, long. Absolutely. Now the question is Herbert or Joe Burrow, and that that conversation is going to be hot because Burrow's doing well with the Bengals, and if he doesn't turn the ball over, the Bengals win. Essentially, is how that that works out in Cincinnati. So it's going to be that will be the debate. It will be Herbert or Burrow should have been number one, not should have been Tua or Herbert at five. That that debate's over with. It's done. Yeah, exactly. He's proven himself, and and like you said, a history maker already, which is is good to see. I mean, we had um, uh, doubts early on what was going to happen there, but clearly he is putting all doubt aside. Um, So there you have it. We we have uh, me, Tom, with the Chargers, and Chris with the Chiefs, and uh, we will know the outcome of that uh, in the probably the next hour or two. Um, because it is, I think there's about what, 10 minutes left in the third quarter right about now. Um, so we'll, we'll have, um, the results before we even post this video. Absolutely guys. And with that being said, let's head to the outro and remember to like, to follow our Facebook page. And if you want updates, we're going to show Tom's been out on the ball with those guys. And you can email us at sports and more with CT, capital C, capital T at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments regarding the show. Once again, that's Sports More with CT, Kevin C, Kevin T at gmail.com. And you can also go to our Anchor page, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the YouTubes uh, to download or watch this episode and any future episodes we create. Obviously, tonight was a, a very different yep. episode if you were watching this on YouTube because video cut out halfway through. Your computer is not uh, the issue. It is ours. We yep. Obviously, we had the windstorm. Uh, coming through last night and i think we're still seeing some of the effects especially up by by me in the more rural area um with uh connectivity especially with the distance that chris and i are dealing with um here we're we're just running into some of that um so if you're watching this on youtube um everything is fine we should be back to normal at our next episode but uh like chris was saying like subscribe um, I'm pointing to the bottom, but you can't see me can't see anyway. Point. I'm pointing to the top anyway. Um, uh, all of that helps us. All of that makes um, you know us feel good about what we're doing, even though we're going to continue to do this, even if you thumbs down it. We prefer you didn't, but we would still do it. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, in addition to that, we I think we do have someone who actually has the notification bell on. Um, I, I give a shout out to Paul as often as I can, but he is actually, he has listened or watched the, the show, one or the other, um, in some regard before I have even had a chance to post it to Facebook before he was sending me questions last week or maybe two weeks ago before I had posted to Facebook. (laughs) I'm like, Oh my gosh, you are the number one fan on the show. Man, so dedication, that's Paul. So if you want to if you want to beat Paul to being the first one to watch the videos, click that bell and toggle the notifications to all because he is fast on the draw and will continue to be. So if you want to be number one, you gotta get that bell on. Hey Paul, I'm gonna challenge you because tonight I'm gonna post it literally after the show and see how fast you can ask Tom a question. So Tom, if you had texted like midnight, you know what happened. If I get any text at midnight, I'm not looking at them, dude. <laughs> With that being said, we'd like to thank all of you, not just Paul, but all of our fans, probably the tens and tens of people listening to our ridiculous things and ramblings on this show regarding the uh, the myriad of things like the major nope of the week of snakes in the office, 
of all the NFL updates and of Little Debbie treats and also dealing with our horrible issues with video tonight. We apologize greatly in advance or at, at in this case at post because it uh, is out of our control, guys, and we're very sorry about that. We're going to do what we can to get back to it in the normal way next week. Um, I mean, hopefully uh, – and, and honestly, I, mean, I want to take this time. I know that a lot of people uh, tend to click off uh, by the time we get to the outro, but um, I, I know that a lot of people were affected with the, the recent storms, especially in southern Illinois, Kentucky, yes. um, and, and the like, and, and now uh, we're seeing in um, Iowa as well. Um we're ju we just want to know that uh, everyone that has been affected, uh, you're in our thoughts and our prayers. And, um, you know, if there's anything that um, we or the, um, you know, Sports and More Nation that has been watching these videos and following us for a year um, can do, um, I, I just encourage our audience to reach out to your loved ones and, and your friends in these areas and, and offer your support. Um, because especially the people of Kentucky, it's a, a devastating area or devastated area, I should say. And a lot of people are affected, but we're seeing those, um, effects down in Southern Illinois too. Um, and, uh, I, I know personally, I, I still have quite a few friends that live in Southern Illinois and, um, you know, some of them are, are seeing it now. Um, and, uh, I, I definitely wish and hope for the best and I'll continue to pray for recovery, um, for the area and, and the people as well. Um, so I know kind of a, a, a somber note to end on, but, um, you know, we're, we're seeing a very, well, what we're dealing with in our connectivity issues pales in comparison to what the um, folks down in Kentucky and in Illinois and Iowa and, and Oklahoma and, and the like are, are dealing with right now. We, um, we have it good where we Absolutely. are right now compared to them. And honestly, it's, uh, I, I feel a little awkward, um, saying that we are feeling an effect of it when in all reality we we feel nothing compared to them so um just know if there's anything that we can do um we would be to to help um but um as far as our next episode's creation date uh, is is concerned um i know we got christmas coming up we'll try to get something out to you before then but if not um please have a very merry and safe christmas uh, we hope you are all blessed during this time of the year um, but do keep an eye on the Facebook page for an update regarding next, next episode. Until then, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, watch for ice, watch for deer, and stay free. And happy Festivus to all. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by... No one, all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.